May a Kohen enter into a room that contains the cremated remains of a loved one. Unfortunately, cremating the dead has become all too common amongst people, including non-religious Jews, both in Israel and around the world. Doing so is severely forbidden according to Jewish law due to transgressing the positive command to bury the dead. As it states in Devarim chapter 21, don't allow his corpse to remain on the tree, you shall bury it. And as it states in the Gemara and Sanhedrin 46b that whoever delays the burial of a Jew's corpse transgresses a negative command of Balsalin. And as the Altreba states in the Shulchan Aruch that there's both a positive and negative command to bury the dead. And hence, when you burn a corpse, you are transgressing this positive and negative command, as the corpse can no longer be brought to burial, as the burial of the ashes does not suffice. Furthermore, burning a corpse also transgresses the prohibition to desecrate the honor of the deceased, as recorded in length in the Chubas of the Neidah Behudah, Sam Seifer, Shagas and other Achreinim. Whatever the case, the focus of this lesson is not on why you shouldn't cremate, but rather what happens if somebody did and they are leaving the jar of ashes in their house. You are a Kohen, I need to enter their home. May a Kohen touch the jar. May a Kohen enter into a room that contains the jar. Does the ash of a corpse give off Toma? This question becomes especially common when visiting non-religious Jews for shlichus purposes, in which many a times one may encounter, encounter such a scenario. So we have an explicit ruling in the Mishnah in Meseches Ayalis, chapter 2, Mishnah 2 in the Chach, opinion of the Chachamim, and so is recorded in the Rambam, Hilchas Tomas Meis, chapter 3, Allah 10, that the ashes of a corpse does not contract impurity and does not give off impurity. And hence, there is no prohibition for a Kohen to be in contact with the ash or be in the same room as it, as only a corpse or its blood or flesh can give off Toma and not its burnt ash. Now, although the opinion of Rabbi Eliezer in the Mishnah is that the ash does give off impurity, we do not rule like his opinion. And so it was likewise recorded in many Paiskim, the Shailas Shaivitz, volume 2, Chuba 169 in length, that the ash of a corpse does not give off impurity to a Kohen, as brought in the Pischei Chuva, chapter 369 2, in Yeradeya, and so records the Tamadas, the Malamid Lahayel, in the name of the Ramban, Rashbaran, and Nitva, the Sri Deesh, in volume 1, Chuva 181, the Chalkas Yankiv, in Yeradeya, Chuva 217, Minchas volume 1, Chuva 30, and many other Achrainim. However, this does not mean that there aren't opinions who argue. Aside from the opinion of Eliezer in the Mishnah, we find a number of Rishonim and Achreinim who either straight out argue or at least qualify the ruling. For example, some Paiskim say, so writes the Shevet Shimon, that when do we hold that the ash does not give off impurity only if the person was burnt while alive, chas v'shalem, but if burnt after death, since the corpse gave off impurity to begin with, its ash continues to give off impurity. The Lechem Apanim in Yerodea 364 is of the opinion that ash gives off impurity, and in explanation of his opinion, it's explained that this is due to the loose bone, which cannot be destroyed and disintegrated, and from which the resurrection will occur. And hence, since ash will always contain a leftover bone particle and fragment, it therefore gives off impurity. Likewise, it's possible to learn from Taisus Meseches Nida 27b that the ash only gives off only does not get off impurity in specific cases. Practically, despite the above opinions, the Paiskim negate the above claims as wrote, written in length in the Tshuva of the Yaivet, and as the clear and simple ruling from the Rambam. Hence, the final ruling in arbitration in this matter is recorded in the Chalkas Yankiv, and of the Paiskim of today in the Dibris Eliyahu, is that regarding Tomas Ayhel, certainly a claim may be lenient to enter into a room that contains ash of a cremated corpse. 
However, regarding picking up the jar and moving it, he should be stringent if not necessary. And the reason is due to suspicion that perhaps bone fragments have remained. However, in truth, in the process of cremation, it's not possible for any ash for any bone fragments to remain, as the bones are reduced to calcified matter after being burnt for about two to three hours in 1800 degree Fahrenheit temperature, and whatever remains is later crushed in process, being reduced to ash. Thus, in a typical jar from a cremation, there remains no body particles that pose a halachic issue for a claim regarding the laws of impurity. Nonetheless, it's best not to touch the jar or move the ash if not necessary, although entering the room, one may be lenient to do. This question especially arose after the Holocaust, in which millions of Jews were burnt in the crematorium Rechman and the collective ashes were later taken and buried, and Kayanim who had loved ones who were killed and burned asked if they can visit the burial site of the ash. And the vast majority of Paisim concluded, as we stated, that it is allowed. Thank you for listening to shulhanarcharav.com. Our free services of making Torah knowledge available to the public depends on donors like you. Please help us continue our work through making even a small contribution at shuhanarcharav.com under the daily halacha dedication section or in the subscription page. Also, check out our online courses and many safarim available for purchase that will both enhance your Torah knowledge and help support our work.